Welcome to <laughs> Grace and Hell, the one and only podcast made by a cow. Sorry, I've got the giggles. And today we've got the very special James and Jen from Hello. Fundy Friday. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome. Last time we just had Jen, but now we've got the whole iconic duo, the dynamic duo. King James. I'm so happy to be here. I am officially on my second day full time on the Fundy Fridays team. It's very weird not to clock in, but uh, I'm loving it. (laughs) Yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about, you know. The, your decision and uh yeah what, what's what's it been like i mean it's funny because i i was raised in a very practical household and um so i'm always like looking for the worst case scenario and like your brain is just always like you can't that's not a job you can't do <laughs> yeah. that for money <laughs> That's not a real job. Plus, I also graduated with a master's degree, like last, like December of 2020. So I'm like starting my new career. I'm in HR. I'm loving it. Spreadsheets, and then, um, then classically, Abby went insane. And yeah. over the course of time, I'm just like looking at her income. I owe my entire career to Abby Shapiro. Yeah, all of it. Same. She. Yeah. She did. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have gotten over. I'll send her a Hanukkah card next year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, send her a butter dish. Oh, she's already got plenty. <laughs> you can never have enough. They're so classic. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and after a while, like I was just like, I can't really deny this. It's become like financially dumb for me to stay at my current job. Uh, and so yeah. I made the jump. I love my job. I liked everybody I worked with. My company was cool. Um, but I was like, yeah, let's yeah, try out the door. Huh? You don't tell the story of how, oh, you, how you knew. It yeah, was that was, I was on, um, Monday actually. So two days ago I was driving to my office at like three forty-five. My last act as an employee is like, you know, turn in your gun and badge, right. Except it was a laptop and an iPhone. But, um, I was driving down there and I'm like, you're having that panic attack. You're like, is this the right decision? It's so real. It's almost over. And I'm like, no, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. And I drive in and I, um, I take in, I put all my stuff where it's supposed to be. And, uh, as I'm leaving, I hand my keys to, uh, the woman at the front counter who was an intern of mine. I'd worked with her. And so we knew each other a little bit and she's like, Oh, where are you going? And her coworker there like gets really interested. So I tell him I'm going to work with Jen, my girlfriend on this channel. And the guy who works the counter with her is like, Ooh, I'm going to look up your channel and all this. He's like trying to be funny about it. And then he flips the hell out (laughs) and is like, I just watched this. I know this. And he's like, he's like, I watched the, the, the veggie tales video. He's like, Oh, okay. It's a real thing. Okay. Which is like, that was like the fourth time I'd gotten a message at work from someone because we had one of those inter-office like Microsoft Teams chat systems that you could use in the whole company. And I'd have people I'd never talked to that would just be like, hey, are you in a YouTube channel by chance? And I'm like, I have no idea you figured that out. But yeah, that's me. Depends on are you cool about a lot yeah, of things? Yeah, that's also it too because we... We don't. We live in the Midwest, so like I got to make sure right. to gauge all my coworkers and be like, you know, 
how are you going to take the information that is? <laughs> yes, there is a YouTube channel. And before we go any further, I need to know a little bit about you. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Yeah. But I've collected yeah. a steady paycheck since I was 18, though. Like, I've always had, I've never gone more than a week without having a job. Oh, I want to totally so, ask this to Um, because I want them to come after me. So my final job before Fundy Fridays was I worked at a um, a cookie shop, and it's called Crumble, and uh, they're Mormon, <laughs> like very Mormon. Um, so I remember the the manager kept asking me about my channel, and I kept they would be like, "Oh, what's your channel name?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, see you later." You know, <laughs> I like, leave the room. Like I'm not telling you the channel name. <laughs> and then finally, I was like quartered. We were balling dough, and and it was just like super awkward. And they were like, yeah, "What's your channel name?" I tried to look you up. I was like, "What did you type in?" And they're like, "Your full name." <laughs> Luckily, they didn't get any results, and so I finally told them. Um, and then the next day, they were like, "Yeah, I watched your channel. I watched the Sister Wives video." And I was like. And how did you feel about it? And she's like, oh, I'm ex-Mormon. So I thought it was really funny. And I was like, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> like, oh, we did it. <laughs> you. Yeah. So I was, I was very stressed because some of my team members found it before I had intended them to. But they really liked it. it you, the channel universally got acclaim and people were excited about it. It's just like after a while, I'm like, you know. It because I have to admit it becomes harder and harder to be motivated by the spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what'd you do today? I filled out I filled out forms to get people in payroll. What did you do? I read this book and I communicated with this documentarian and I and I'm like, that sounds cool. Yeah. I love Back that. And so yeah. Yeah, now that you you're you're sort of full time, like uh what's kind of the plan for the future content for both of you? Are we gonna see more James on the channel? Oh, absolutely. He's got like a episode every month. Yeah. And then oh, I think we both wanna start podcasts. Yeah. Maybe possibly allegedly. Well, separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. We have our own yeah. interests. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, he says, of course, so, but if you know us, it's actually kind of surprising that we have separate interests. Like, we're very, <laughs> there's a uh, lot of overlap. We're extremely codependent and yeah. like, <laughs> can't do it. Right. Obviously, we can't do an episode together. Like, I've been working from home for a year, so this was the easiest transition. <laughs> like, being yeah. home all day. You know, now I just don't have to meet her out when I'm allowed to go get coffee. Yeah. Well, now, you know. Because you gotta you gotta regiment your time when you're working for someone else. But no, I want to do. I my plan is I want to do a little bit more of the political side. Um, Jen's not as interested in the politicians as I am. When it gets down to like yeah. uh, voting numbers and polls and delegations and senator, I'm like, oh, this is just like an alien language to and, me. And <laughs> I I love like political strategy. Bill I love like. 420, Like, I love looking into, like, gerrymandered districts and figuring out how they were cut the way they were and stuff like that. I love that nitty-gritty. So I'm going to be doing politicians as my goal or politically affiliated folks. Marjorie Taylor Greene was a sample. Um, yes. It's all downhill from there, though. Uh, so what was your favorite thing you learned about her making that video? Because obviously she's very well known now. But like, what did you find in your research that struck you a bit, even for her? I'm go. I'm going to go on the. Uh, there's two things. 
One, I'm going to go on the allegedly side of things because of the alleged affairs. Yes. Craig Ivy. The personalities of these. I want to meet this dude. I want for those who haven't heard, CrossFit wants to start a polyamorous warrior commune out in the desert somewhere. Uh, Black Lives Matter supporter, Mohawk cosplayer. Like this dude sounds incredibly cool. I want to hang out with him. I want to hang out with this guy, but I would not physically be able to stop myself from asking about Marjorie Taylor. Maybe it was like a dare. And he's like, I've had every kind of woman in the world. I'm going to get a Republican chick just to see if he could. And he did, but allegedly. So him, (laughs) I want to meet whether the, whether the, whether it happened or not, I want to hang out with this guy. Yeah. Like just have him on the channel. One day. I want to like party with you. Like, come on, man. You like, you wake up in the morning. Next thing you know, you're like on an ATV flying over a sand dune. Like, dude, it would be awesome. He's a party in a box. But the other thing was that CrossFit for Kids exists. That's the other thing oh, that I was shocked about. We could, okay, so podcast listeners earlier in the uh, private chat, we were talking about weird things in America. Uh, children's <laughs> MMA. Yeah! Missouri, The Missouri Wrestling Children's, yeah. Well, Missouri had a, Missouri had a whole thing because we were the, <laughs> we were the first state in the United States to ban children's MMA fighting because it was such a problem and people were like oh good well I remember the news was like good on Missouri for taking a stand on that and I was like the secret is we have a huge problem with children's MMA and I remember when it was like at its height in like the mid-2000s I was in middle school and there would be boys like trying to duke it out in the you know and they would practicing and they wear the Ed Hardy clothes and (laughs) <laughs> they would do a lot of times it was really popular because here in Missouri, Ike, we have they will shove a, an MMA ring anywhere. They will shove them into the teeny tiniest little bars. I have seen at least one MMA fight in a Walmart parking lot. And when I say yeah. MMA fight, I mean there was a cage, there was a crowd, <laughs> there was a referee. Like it was a fight, not like two dudes in, you know, brawling. Like it was a cage fight. And so, but here's the thing when you, you know, your main event of the evening is like, you know, Chuck from the truck stop versus, you know, Ricky, who's been sober for a year and this is how he does it. <laughs> like, who opens for that? You still need to pad the that card, but no one wants to open for those guys. So you get kids. They were doing money fights. Well, like, how it was old just these kids? Com- like teenagers? They were. Like ten. Young is eight. Eight <laughs> no. was the youngest fight I saw. I, I no, didn't no, no. see it in person, but I saw a news report of eight-year-olds. You cannot train in MMA in the in in Missouri now. You can't train in MMA until you're at least twelve. Any MMA designated at program, least. you have to be That's twelve. That's still or very more. young. And you can't fight for money until you're eighteen. So Missouri also is one of the few states I in the fight country. I for personally. <laughs> Missouri is also one of the few states in the country that requires professional wrestlers to get a license. So that's something that is kind of fun, too. You have to be a fully licensed professional wrestler in Missouri. Less hitting, but more uh, brain injuries, maybe. Well, it's a different kind of, you know, violence. Yeah. Like, 
But it's much safer than MMA because they're not actively targeting your head and face. Yeah. Which on, yeah. But no, they, uh, there were eight, nine, 10, 11 year olds, like taped hands, get in the cage. He got brain fighting damage. Fighting it out. Huh? I mean, I'm sure they did. Like they're little yeah. necks that's, are And squishy. that's something we'd like to cover this year on the channel is, um, there's a phenomenon of like, Christian MMA, Christian professional wrestling. Um, the famously the Green Power Ranger from the nineties. Um, he had Jesus didn't tap on his arm, and he was into Christian MMA. Definitely a subject we're interested in. Yeah, Juggalos for Jesus. I want to talk about everybody. Christianity in America really, really wants you to know it's masculine. Like yeah. it's very important <laughs> to American Christianity I, I just, that right you know Christian men are tough, hardcore dudes. Last year, we ain't turning no other cheek. We turned the other fist. Like that's yeah, that's how it feels. Like yeah. there's so there's all of this stuff. I told Jen. I remember when I was a kid. You gotta read that Jesus and John Wayne book. I know I need to read that book. They have I just, a whole chapter about this. I just quit the job. You just told me about the procedure. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, when I was a kid, I. Um, I lived in a little podunk fucking town, like 1,200 people here in another part of Missouri. And, you know, very religious, very, you know, very Southern because it was Southern part of the state too. And uh, one of my friends from school, I was in like fourth grade. He was like, hey, do you want to go to this like cool, like he called it like a strength team competition. And I was like, I was a nerdy kid with not a lot of friends. I'm like, yes, absolutely, friend. Hello. And so I went, and it was this group called Power Team. I don't know if you've ever heard of Power Team, but they're basically like Christian bodybuilders who they would travel from like church to church. And what like they were these huge muscled up dudes. Like if you've ever watched like World's Strongest Man type competitions, Mm -hmm. like that type of stuff. But they would legit like be like you know like Luke said in Luke. 1724, ye he beeth they who them. All right. Now watch me roll this frying pan down in, into a burrito. And he'd like <laughs> grab a frying pan and just like roll it up and stuff like that. They also did the phone book rip, if you've ever seen, where you rip a phone book in half, which I found out wow. is a scam that anyone can rip a phone book in half. Um, oh, really? Yeah. There's a trick to it. I've never been able to do it, but like if you get air between the pages, it'll basically like ruin the extra strength that it has and you can oh. like rip the whole phone. We'll do an episode it. about it. Yeah. yeah, you should do it. You should do it as your intro. Just But like after even as a child, after I left that event, like because we also prayed and I was like a kid, so I'm like, yeah, I'm praying. And then after <laughs> I left, I'm driving home with my friend and I'm just sitting in the car not talking. And I'm thinking, how does how does Jesus relate? to the frying pan (laughs) like i don't like did they did they roll was jesus rolling up (laughs) and i'm just driving home and i'm like nope that didn't make sense it was cool though like fucking pokemon yeah legit or probably at that point in my life ocarina of time but yeah um or pokemon i also had a friend who gave me his pokemon Oh yeah. I had a friend who gave me his Pokemon stuff because he was moving to a new town with his mom and his church was there was going to make him destroy it because Pokemon was the work of the devil. So uh, he gave me like three Game Boy games and some cards. That was cool. We bought him stuff too. We, we yeah. Out. <laughs> Do you still speak? To this person? Oh yeah. God, no. Should reach out. 
Oh God, no! I him. fell off the face of the earth. He's got to be around somewhere. I know his first name was Jesse. That's Please it. dox him. Yeah, <laughs> Jesse, if you're out there and you gave me Pokemon stuff, and my mom bought you some toy cars because you like cars, send me a message. We'll hang out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wow, <laughs> what a what a country! What a country America is! What a what a place! You know. Only in America. It sure is a place, isn't it? You're one of the only non-Americans I get to talk to, and so I like to make sure I highlight the absurdities. It's of course. No, I appreciate it. I mean, we're the laughing stock of the world. Yeah, (laughs) you got to be aware. You got to. You got to embrace it. You know. Um, I mean, we better be with how much we blow up their stuff. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should stop. Yeah, Yeah. you know, even think that would be ideal, wouldn't it? Um, How's England? (laughs) Uh, you know it's fine i mean we've got quite a a allegedly nancy royal family (laughs) allegedly Uh, yeah if something happened Um, with what's his name philip or whatever well glissane is is it andrew andrew's his son i'm so sorry i I fuck it up i'm not offended at all um they all look the same they all look the same because they're inbred They're very inbred, yeah. so they all have very, that same face. Very ghoulish. That actually, ghoulish. yeah. Ghoulish, up, up, retaining to ghouls. <laughs> it's, I think it was Andrew, but like I saw that, the like famous picture of him just like leering at the camera. And I'm like, that's my sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. yeah Hi, yeah. Andy. So... Uh, I'll give you like a little TLDR of the situation. So obviously he was accused of like being friends. Well, he was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. That's not an accusation. That's just the truth. Um, And accused of sleeping with underage girls. But his, his alibi was, I couldn't have been with her that night because I was in Pizza Express in Woking. And Woking is like this small town, like relatively small town. And like, if people saw a royal family member there, like... (laughs) you would know right even in london you would know no witnesses no witnesses can corroborate this and it gets better um i'm sure you saw this when he claimed that uh the alleged victim i'll just say that for legal reasons but um she was saying that he was sweating profusely when well see the thing with that is um i actually at the time couldn't sweat so that's all. Yes, I did hear something about him sweating, and I didn't know what it was. That's the man who couldn't sweat. But like awful. So we are also the laughing stock, but in a different way. And yeah, I mean, I feel like you can always comfortably Donald just wait Trump for the U.S. to do something to take the heat off of you. Bragged about. Give it like a day and a half, and we're gonna light something on fire. Or, you know, we'll we'll take the heat off you. You're only going to be ashamed for, like, 24 hours at the most. We got you. Yeah. I don't know where you get this stuff. <laughs> I mean, we're a smaller country, in fairness. So, you know, we can't quite keep up as much of the, the buffoonery. You know, we've only, we haven't got as much, many people. You know, we got to, you know, we're trying our best. Yet, yet none of the British creators I watch, you guys don't know each other. So explain <laughs> that to me. I know. It's like it's some conspiracy, I think. Who do you watch that's British? Um, Weird Reads with Emily, Emily Louise and Plumbella and um, what's that? Tom Scott? Tom Scott. Yeah. Um, the techno guy. Either way. Techmoan. Yeah, Techmoan. Tech so you don't know any of them. Oh, wow. 
No, I, uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't also think that so. math guy. No, wait, he's Australian. That's a shame. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, apparently, we all know each other, but no, I don't know these people. So, yeah. But um, something I also wanted to discuss, now that you're allowed to, James, you're free. Please. Is y- you've always wanted to share your experience working at a sex shop. So please, tell us what that was like. When was that? How old were you? What was the experience like? I was, okay, so backing up, I was in college when I worked there. I was, and I will say, the funny thing is, I did put it on my resume, and I would tell my coworkers if they, like, you know, if if I found a place in the conversation to mention it, I would mention it, just because it's a funny story, but... Um, I was in college. This would have been my sophomore going into my junior year of college. Um, so I was like 19 to 20, give or take. Um, the funny thing about it, even for, it starts even before I got the job, because at the time I was working at a church daycare. <laughs> I would, and I'm serious. I was working in. James has lived a lot of different. Lives. I've lived. I've been a lot of different people, and I've lived a lot of different lives. I was. It was also. I was the only male in the staff. I was the only paid employee, and I was the only white person on staff at the church. At the church, because it was an. It was a predominantly black church, and so I did stick out like a sore thumb. It was me, like three cool grandma ladies who like volunteered for the church and then me over in combat boots and a Metallica t-shirt with a mohawk but they loved me I had a great time with them they like we all got along we worked well together we took care of them kids we did a good job uh and then they bounced a couple of my paychecks and so that doesn't work very well it's God's money it got to the point where my grandpa was like, my grandpa was like, okay, here's what you do. You go cash it at Walmart because Walmart don't ask questions. They'll just give you the money. And then if the check bounces, <laughs> Walmart will take it up with them. And it's not your problem anymore. And so I found out Walmart no longer does that. They will not cash right. a check for you. They must have cottoned on. Yeah, but yeah. they would. And I did that a couple times, but they bounced two checks. And I was like, okay, I got to find another job. Well, at the time I was studying, um, I was in psychology and I was studying romantic development and I was also in my, uh, I was studying human romantic development across adolescence. That was kind of my niche. I was working with a professor who did that. And I was also crossing a lot into like women and gender studies, which I have a minor in. And um, so they were like, you need to find a job that like gets you into the field and exposes you to this, you know, stuff and is real world experience. And I was like, well, I'm studying human relationships. Ford shop, let's do that. And so I don't know how I got there, but I drove in, I applied and they hired me. I found out basically because my house was closer than anybody else's to the store. And so um, I worked there, but they gave me a raise and I got health insurance as a part timer, which uh, is a big oh, deal awesome. in America also. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> We have, the, we have like purity laws too, so explain the. Oh, we had, well, <laughs> purity laws in what context? The governor made it so you had to shut the porn shop down at midnight. Yeah, that was why I ended up getting I ended up getting laid off because they passed a state law that said we couldn't operate past midnight, and midnight to we operated a a back room <laughs> where things happened it was very popular to go back there. But popular after midnight questions weren't asked and it was popular <laughs> after midnight and so we lost a lot of money that was like because the owner of the store was very upfront and he was like 
yeah, this is this is a lot of our revenue. <laughs> like, and it's what he said. He's like, I don't want to get rid of you. I just don't have the money to pay you or the hours to offer. And mm. so, um, but I had a lot of stories from that best job I ever had. Most fun. Um, I got uh, I got paid a bonus one time, which was a an envelope stuffed with hundred and twenty dollars in singles. That was fun because uh, the owner came that day, and we had an arcade in the back, which was like pay by the minute video booths with porn and uh, makes sense very yeah and so he's like yeah i was feeling generous so i just took all that money and cut it up between you guys today it was like two or three grand so yeah we all got a bonus that day um you always knew the owner was at the shop because his dachshunds would nest under the uh register he had three little dachshunds and they were mini minis so like gertie size and um they would they would all sleep under there, and so you'd walk up to log into the register, and you'd feel like somebody licking your ankle if you were wearing shorts. Well, in the back, you probably have someone licking your ankle. Well, that was different and not pleasant <laughs> at all. I'm trying to think of the like safer for work stories. Um, the CD buffer. We did. We um, had an industrial grade CD buffer, which was cool because people people do some messed up shit to porn DVDs. I don't yeah, know what it your, is. When man. you got laid off, you said your last day, you, you brought in every single DVD and CD you had and buffed them. Yep. <laughs> that was because when was I ever going to get that shot? The whipped um, cream guy. The whipped cream guy? You're British. You know about whippets. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. With the whippets. Okay. So Missouri is weird. Um, for those who you don't know... know <laughs> whippets are whippets are an inhalant it's nitrous oxide and you just breathe it in it gives you like a little 10 second head brush or something we sold them but one of the missouri laws that we had to work around was that in order to sell the whip, the canisters of nitrous which were listed for gourmet like whipped cream canisters that's their intended purpose. Yeah, that's their intended <laughs> legal purpose. In order mm-hmm. to sell them, we had to basically pretend we were like a cooking supply shop, mm-hmm. which meant we had to have one whipped cream can minimum on sale at the store. And we so we ordered one, and they were like $100 on Amazon at the time. We priced it at $300 so no one would <laughs> buy it. And then we just sold our whippets, no problem. Except one time this dude came in and he was stoned as shit, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what was going on, but he was fucking determined to buy that whipped cream can. He was like, I want it. That's cool. I could, and he's like, I could make stuff with that. I've been looking for one of those. No, he wasn't. He was just like, no. But we're like trying to talk him out of He's like, no, I want it. And so we're like, we have to sell it to him. He could have been an undercover cop. Yeah, he could have been a cop. We didn't know, so we sold him the whipped cream can. <laughs> and we couldn't sell whippets for like a week and a half until the next one came in. So we priced that one at $900. Mid-Missouri, no whippets for a week? Can you imagine? Oh, we had a lot of angry fucking college students coming in. They had parties, and we had let them down. Like, oh, man, it was bad, yeah. It was an experimental phase. They were trying to become like a head shop too and sell. Yeah, a lot of sex shops stuff. also sell like drug paraphernalia just because our weird ass laws. Yeah. yeah. We like to put our vices in one place. Here in yeah. America, we're very used to like convenience <laughs> stores and we need that associated with all of our basic needs and emotions. So every store has to be convenient. 
Is um, Missouri one of the states where you have to buy alcohol at a liquor store? Is it not like that? Oh, funny. Uh, you can even look this up on Wikipedia. We have the most lax laws in America. You can buy okay. like hardcore, you can buy like vodka at Walmart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can buy anything anywhere. Um, our lax laws are that Missouri has very, very lax drinking and driving. Yeah, you can have open containers um, of alcohol in the car while you're driving. You can walk around with it. Um, you're, yeah, you're allowed to. It is legal to, as long as you are under the legal limit. You are you basically anything goes. You, you are allowed to in your car have an open alcohol container in your car. And be drinking it as long as you blow under the legal limit. You are legal to drive. No, like it's. Do not come here. Yeah, it's not safe. It's a Mad Max type of situation. If I'm yeah, being it sounds honest. it. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, with all the truck stops, we've also got like eight thousand. That's another pastime here, which we also took part in um, recently. Was like just visiting Missouri trucks. Yeah, because I'm on the lookout for like extremely specific t-shirts. And we didn't get one last time. And I'm so mad. It was Trucker's Prayer. And it was like, Dear Lord, protect me on the road. And we had like, a big rig and everything. I don't know why. I think I was feeling anxious and just wanted to leave. But I admired it. That store was oddly laid out. It was very claustrophobic, but only in that corner of the store where they put like five t-shirt racks together because yeah. they probably sold like one a year. <laughs> Well, that was also that. next so, to the rack of custom Bible covers, I want to say, too. Of course. Yeah, they had, oh, like, yeah. girly, uh, cow classic, man, well. No, but they might, have, might be made of real cow skin. It's Missouri. They did have, energy. like, the, the camouflage <laughs> ones. We do have camouflage. Camel Bible. Don't lose your Bible in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to hide the <laughs> word of God? What um, states in the U.S. do you think rival Missouri in terms of... Yee yee, debauchery, weirdness, funniness. Honestly, children. We're Midwest. <laughs> oh, we the states I see them. acting out the most and getting into the most trouble. The big, the big three that I always see are Missouri, Texas, Florida. Texas is barely America. They want to be their own country. They're Look like a. <laughs> for me, it's Missouri, Your Florida, and Arizona. <laughs> Okay. Turns out when you bake your brain in 150 degree heat, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. We know people from Arizona that are awesome, but like, it's another one of those states where like. Are you trying to name like crazy, wacky antics? Yeah. The states with okay. wacky well, antics. I said Texas because I was thinking of like their Republican laws. You're like, right. We have really hard, strict abortion laws and everything here too, but yeah, you're right. Florida is. Uh, Florida, Arizona, and Missouri are the wacky ones. I feel it's totally okay to make fun of Florida because Missouri is just Florida. Like the the culture, the way the people act, the wild animals. It's oddly Tiger familiar. King. Tiger King came to one of the fucking backyard zoos that we have in in my town, like yeah. ten oh, years ago. Wow. Like, yeah, there are lions yeah. and tigers and bears. Oh yeah, down the street from my <laughs> grandparents' house, there used to be like a little sanctuary. They'd have like a camel and a tiger that would just be out in their backyard. But, but that's not good. I'm not advocating no. for that. The camel was like a local legend. I'm sure you'd look for the camel. Oh, wow. Because as a kid on the bus, you'd want to see if the camel was out for the day. Can't say you're allowed that in London. I think we have laws where, I mean, it makes sense, but like, I think you're not allowed chickens (laughs) unless you've got like a certain amount of space and stuff. So no pet chickens for me yet. They'll get you on apartments. 
but that's the other side is like if you there's also that's the other the thing. House. I want it to sleep with me. I've had I've had other like people from other countries tell me that's the thing that gets them about America is just how much space there is. Because yeah. it's like here in America, you can just like here in Missouri, it's like 40 acres. You can just buy that. And at that point, if you buy that much land, they'll let you do whatever you want. Half the time they can't even find you out there. And so you know, you're talking about like you you can't have like chickens in an apartment here, but it's so easy to buy like a plot of land and just do whatever crazy shit you want to do on yeah, it. You can have a tiger. Chickens like, that makes sense. Tigers? Hmm. No pit bulls. Tigers are okay. You're not allowed pit bulls that... in this area though. Pit bulls are like um, <clears throat> not allowed in um a lot of apartments or houses. Yeah. We're not allowed to breed them in the UK anymore. Um Weird. Yeah. Or tigers. I didn't know there was laws against that. <laughs> yeah, that's a sacred right that you would struggle to take away here in America. Somebody be like, I've been breeding pit bulls for 200 years. <laughs> oh, really? No, yeah. Oh, guaranteed. It's all individual uh, liberties in America. Yeah. Do whatever you want because you have, like, it's here, uh, here in America, it's tell me why I can't do it. Yeah. That's right. our approach to laws and regulations. You're not going to believe this. I'm going to blow your mind. This is so much fun to tell to an American. Okay, so each state has their own, like, motto. And, <laughs> like, sometimes it's on the license plates or, like, whatever. Missouri's motto is we're the show me state. So that's what it's called. That's the whole phrase. So like in, in like elementary school, when the teacher's trying to get you to show your work in math class, and she'll be like, it's the show me state. You got to show me your work. The joke wears out very quickly. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was ever funny. That would get annoying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But just like a weird, like, show me what. Like people pervert it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Why is that the motto? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. If you're just trying to say we're stubborn, that's fine. Just say that. Like, you don't got to yeah. be weird about it. Exactly. <laughs> do you think you'd want to live I, in another state? Or do you, I, I, because you're both from Missouri, aren't you? So it's yeah. kind of. I used to want to live like in the biggest city ever because I hated living in a small town. But now I have like my family and friends here and I have like a community. I don't think I'm going to leave. Plus, we have to live here for 10 years according to our mortgage. Yeah. So, it, it, <laughs> yeah, we're stuck. So, like, <laughs> It's, it's, I can't. I can't say Missouri has treated me badly. It's. I mean, it's not great, but it's not all right. Like all my friends are here. I don't want. You know, if I move to New York or something like. Yeah. What? I, I lived in. I lived in Tennessee for like a hot minute as a kid, but then everything that was like a year most. But and I will say it is a difference in culture because Tennessee is very. Tennessee is very southern, but it's the prim and proper part of the southern. So, like, okay. a lot of, like, technically Foghorn Leghorn has a Kentucky accent, but a lot of, like, that type and very, like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think as an outsider, I just see south. And it kind of all blurs into one, but I'm sure each and every state has its own peculiar and baffling culture, like wrestling eight-year-olds and yes. other things. <laughs> oh. We love we love combat here in Missouri. I know yeah. that. Oh guns, speaking of guns. I don't know. Do we did we even talk? We talked about guns in the chat earlier, everybody. Let's bring it back up again. Uh very lax laws here. Um 
kids would get in trouble because they would bring their truck to school and they had just got done hunting in the morning and they would have like their guns in the back and like their shells and stuff. And then, um, yeah, they would get like suspended, Mm -hmm. which I'm okay with that, but it's just like, that's how important it is that they're like making time to duck hunt before high school. And they have like, they will install aftermarket gun racks in the truck. So like in, inside the truck cab, there's a little shelf to put your gun on because you want your, you know, you don't want your gun jostling around in the back seat, obviously. So you, you know, you install a rack for that specific purpose. Like you would and I know, shoes. Like you, <laughs> yeah. I had a, <laughs> I had a, back in my old casework days, I had a kid I worked with who got in trouble for driving himself to school with a uh, homemade go-kart. That he and a neighbor had made out of a lawnmower engine mm-hmm. and some spare that. parts they found. And he drove the stupid <laughs> thing to school. Reeked of gasoline. Reeked. I like pulled into the parking lot and I walked past it because I had to go into the school and talk to him. And I walked past it and I'm like, that thing's going to explode if you look at it funny. <laughs> that completely changed my whole approach because I was going to try and do like the nice thing. And then I'm like, bro, that thing's going to kill you. What is, yeah. what is wrong with you? Like, he didn't wow. understand what the problem was. He got to school. I made it. I didn't die. Yeah. I think he did legitimately tell me I didn't die. Good for him. Good for him. It is hard to argue with someone when they're telling you they didn't die. Yeah. Just generally speaking. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. yeah. What? Oh, gosh. What a time, eh? What a time to be alive. Um... <laughs> So when we were talking about jo- old jobs earlier, Jen, what do you think yeah. your most niche or peculiar job? I know cookie Mormon cookie shop's pretty niche, so if if that's it, then I, that's already good enough um, for me. But did you have before any that? Favorite? I worked at a very uh, traumatic. Um, <laughs> that's a reasonable word. <laughs> I worked before that. I worked at, at like an independent, um, like sandwich shop run by an old boomer um and he was insane um <laughs> and it was like a kitchen nightmare situation like everything was horrible and moldy and messed up and they were doing um all kinds of drugs in the back um and they were losing money and like the prices were insane like so like we'd sell sub sandwiches which are like long skinny sandwiches um and like it was like 28 dollars <laughs> but and it yeah, ain't that good a but sandwich. we stuck out too like like that's ridiculous like and he would raise the prices every year and lower our wages and like um so there's a difference between like tipped employees and like wage employees and like tipped employees is for like waitresses and like drivers um and since we had a tip jar he would make us tipped uh employees which is not, I don't think that's legal, but like, what am I supposed to do? Like, so like I would get paid like $3 an hour plus tips. And then he would be like, well, you're actually making $11 an hour. If you add up all the tips and I don't have to work by myself and my, uh, so there's only three of us in the whole restaurant because <laughs> there was several locations and we worked there. Um, and my friend got robbed, um, by this, um, homeless person who had this was his like fourth time coming back um and he would come first time he like yelled at my boss he was threatening to kill him and then that day there was this old lady after the guy he got tased by the police but he was like untasable 
Like, he, it didn't bother him. <laughs> this old lady came up to my boss and was like, I'm glad the police got him because I'm packing. Oh. <clears throat> Ma'am! <laughs> was one drama not enough for the I remember this was the day after Thanksgiving because I remember while he was screaming at us, I was eating leftovers. Um, but anyways, he came back a couple months later and, and then robbed. Um, but the thing is, such a shitty business, we only had, and I kid you not, $50 in the drawer. <laughs> so that's all he stole. <laughs> yeah. And um, then one time, a different guy stole out of my tip jar, but he was super polite, so I wasn't even that mad. <laughs> so he came in, he's like, can I use the phone? I was like, sure, whatever, here's the phone. And then I didn't want to be awkward and stand there and watch him use the phone, so I went to go do dishes. And um, then I hear rustling in the in the tip jar, and I go, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm sorry, ma'am. And then he leaves. So I'm like, you know what? At least you said he was nice about a tough it. Day. <laughs> He pulled it together. Yeah, I was like, you just take it. It was not much money either. <laughs> I've had a sandwich thrown at me because um, <laughs> because um, these people, that this guy was not satisfied with his sandwich. And he brought <laughs> his girlfriend to yell at me. <laughs> and uh, then she's like, you don't even deserve this. So they stuck her hand in the tip jar, which he only tipped a dollar anyway. And I was like, what do you do? Stop. Like, why? And then I was like, don't do that. And then. I can't remember. I got an attitude back with them. And then I think I was like, whatever. That's all I said. I didn't even cuss them out. And she was like, whatever. And then she took the sandwich and chucked it at me. And, but my friend was there behind the, cause we had people hanging out at the store that weren't working there because this wasn't a real business. So, and they caught it like in their hand. <laughs> and then we made a meme of it. We would make memes and put them on the wall. So I um, Photoshopped um, Neo from the Matrix, like avoiding this sub sandwich. <laughs> and so we put that on the wall. Um, but, and then I had a lady, and I made a video about this on Patreon, if you guys are all Genonites and you're listening. And this woman, her name is the Teapot Lady. Um, the Teapot Lady. I, oh, no. No. <laughs> absolutely fucking insane. This one, And this is beginning of COVID. So she comes in and she's already notorious. And oh, wait. I worked at a luxury like dog food boutique for like a month and I got fired because of my sciatica, which is legal, but fucked up. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, but this lady had come in there and she, I was warned about her and she comes up to the counter and she like buys her fucking cat food or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I don't listen to this top 40 stuff. And I swear to God, it was Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, yeah, I'm not vaccinated. so." I don't listen to that stuff. I was like, okay, you know, bye-bye. And so whatever. So I recognized her when she came back at the, cause I went back to the sub, the sub place and she has this kettle and, it, but it's, it looks like a, a cross between like, I don't know what it's actually for, but it, I don't think you put liquids in it because the, um, the top came off. I mean, they, Anyway, it wasn't a normal tea kettle. It didn't, you know, I know you know about kettles. So, <laughs> but she's like, I don't, our stuff was cooked on foil. And she's like, I don't want my food touching any foil. So can you put it in here? And the reason I said teapot is because I need you to understand the width. It literally, this is not a cooking device. <laughs> this is any sort of carrying device. It's not even a lunchbox. And this sandwich is one foot long. It's a foot long. It's wide, whatever. Like, even if I sho like shoved it all in there, it wouldn't fit. So I was like, you want me to cook it in here? And she's like, uh, do you not listen to your customers? <laughs> like, 
I mean, it's like, I, I was like, I have never been asked, this question has not been asked before. How, well, so I was like, I can, um, I was like, if you don't want it on foil, I can, you know, because I have to cook it on the foil. The, we, it, the food was cooked in a pizza oven. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have anything else. We didn't have a stove or anything, not even a hot plate. And so I was like, I can cook it on the foil, but then like I can put on a plate for you. Is that okay? And she's like, just don't put it on foil. <clears throat> and she wasn't wearing a mask either. So I'm like, okay, you're, you're real concerned about health. Yeah. So um, I cooked the sandwich. And so I was trying to um, like do the best of both worlds. So I took the sandwiches, I wrapped them in foil, and then I put them on a plate. I had still had possession of the teapot. The uh, teapot did not factor in at any time. But she wanted me to use it. Like she handed it to me. She was like, "Oh, it's fine. You can use this." So I handed it to her, and she's like, "Oh, I can't believe this!" <laughs> and she was the only one in the store because we weren't busy because we were a terrible restaurant. <laughs> to remind you this, <laughs> so um, I was like, "Here you go." And I even said I tried my best. <laughs> like you didn't listen to me. Blah 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 blah. Foil the teapot and i screamed to her you cannot cook a sandwich in a teapot i was like i felt so i felt it's like a seinfeld moment i was like how is this happening and so um she's screaming at me and i'm screaming at her and i i, I famously in my video i'm like mask off i took my mask off because i wanted her to hear me because there was fucking music playing top 40 she hates it and so <laughs> well bg's in the top 40 now, yeah. i'm sure <laughs> and i was like get the fuck out of here like i was at my fucking just absolute limit especially because like we aren't corporate like all these people that have yelled at me and thrown sandwiches at me and shit i was like i'm calling your manager and i say to their face there is no manager there they do not care <laughs> the owner is so brain dead from all the acid he took in 1967 that he's not going to answer the phone if you call him <laughs> i gotta say that's an even bigger like flex than being like I am the manager. I want to speak to your manager. There isn't one. This is hell. No one. Why are you here? <laughs> if we were managed by someone, do you think the store would operate like this? <laughs> Everyone's in it for themselves, we man. We were using a fucking, like, a, a computer that had Windows XP. That's what we were using. For, <laughs> for the fucking GeoCities website, he paid oh $3,000 for. Handwritten menu. Um, oh, God. Anyway. T-shirts um, no one wanted. Oh, the drinks were like three fifty, and you could only get a medium. Yeah, they only had mediums. There was there was a a drink size. You got that size. Anyways, it was just terrible all around. But people in one of the other stores, somebody did a dab. Do you know what that is? But like, <laughs> okay, no, it's like okay, weed in wax form that you have to smoke with a blowtorch. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So they were doing that in one of the stores and they fucking like a like shit caught on fire. <laughs> they, oh, that store didn't have a phone, by the way. They never had a phone the entire time. <laughs> they also like they also hired, quote unquote, a guy I know who's like most qualified like they hired a guy to like fix the the what is that? Above an oven where the where the, the smoke the exhaust the exhaust to like the the duct that's it duct to fix the exhaust duct above the restaurant that keeps all the smoke out pretty important for a restaurant that that thing functions right so 
the owner, in his brain-dead wisdom, hires a guy I know whose qualifications are amateur mechanic and pays him in sandwiches to fix a vital part of this restaurant's ability to function. Like, and this was normal. He would just find some person he knew that told oh, him yeah. he could do so it for and hire them to fix things. Instead of having like a plexiglass, <laughs> like anything to cover like the cashier area and everything, they got a clear um, shower curtain liner and hung it from the ceiling and then cut out a tiny square. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> Sounds legit. And, anyways, so this teapot bitch, so I got her to leave. <laughs> Um, and she was like, I don't, I don't, the whole time too, I will say she never asked for her money back. Even at the beginning when I was like, lady, I am not cooking this in a teapot. This is physically impossible. Like she wasn't like, yeah, we'll give my money back. So whatever. I hope she ate the food. Um, she, she had left. the sandwich. And then, so we were inside of a mini mall with, <laughs> that is also decrepit. Um, <laughs> As empty businesses and somebody overdosed on heroin in the bathroom. It's a whole thing. Um, so th this guy comes in from outside because he hears me screaming. He's like, are you okay? <laughs> and then I told him the story. And he was like, teapot, huh? <laughs> like, how are you supposed to cook a sandwich in that? How do you cook a sandwich in a teapot? Like, um, yeah. But I felt I kind of like info dumped on him. But I was like, he asked. Yeah. <laughs> you info dumped on me later that night because oh, I, I remember... I called one of the other stores just to complain. I was like, did you hear about this teapot woman? I remember you came <laughs> home and I'm pretty sure you made me sit down and you were like, you need to hear this story from beginning to end. <laughs> and I agree. she was right. She was right. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Well, those are some of the many things that have happened at that. But with, because of that restaurant. Uh, because there was so much downtime and I was the only person there. It was the only way I was able to make Monday Fridays yep. because I would write and edit and do everything at work because we had one customer a day. Yep. <laughs> I love that. that so the channel wouldn't it was a good exist thing. It. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and we yeah. made like some of the best friends from that place. Yeah, Very little a unit, man. Like they, the three of us that work together, we're like still friends. I bought my house from my boss there. My other friend would come over and have breakfast every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very wholesome. Yeah. But like the most, one that was robbed, like most <laughs> wholesome American stories, it does involve being exploited by. Oh, absolutely. A boomer capitalist. <laughs> and some form of violence, like having a sandwich thrown at your head. Yeah. Yeah. So. I remember, um, uh, so the, the friend got COVID and um, they were like, fuck you, I'm quarantining for 14 days. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, and it, we were like, please, to the owner, can we please shut down for two weeks? It's literally only us, just two people. And he's like, yeah, what, why would you shut down? So we got tested um, and we're like, we didn't want to tell him the results because we're like, if we're negative, he's going to make us work. <laughs> yeah. But we told the truth. Um, and we worked for two weeks, so. Yeah, must have been a quiet <laughs> two weeks. What about with food service? Like, a, a customer service in general, but I feel like food, working in a food place, you get the weirdest people. 
I think people are like that? really invested in food. Yeah. I, like, like it's a comfort yeah. thing. So it's like if their sandwich goes wrong, they get really mad. But well, I, please I, don't throw it at me. I have a theory about this too. <laughs> it's funny you ask that because I have a theory, and it's that everybody eats, which means that any given place, especially as you yeah. go lower down the food price range you're getting the widest sample of humanity you can possibly get and the wider your sample of humanity gets the weirder things get because course, yeah yeah it's not like working at you know you said like you worked at the high-end pet store you're gonna get high-end pet store customers at a sandwich shop you can get anybody mm-hmm. you can get anybody man everybody gotta eat a sandwich that's mm-hmm. my theory yeah, no, that makes sense. I worked my first proper job, like if we don't count babysitting, because, you know, babysitting, you know, you don't really get a contract. You just turn up and, yeah, <laughs> hang out. But um, Someone gives you uh, money, you make sure the kid's alive at the end of the day. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, was at McDonald's. And honestly, considering that it was McDonald's and it was shit and I was paid four pounds an hour on, you know, whatever. Well, I say that, but in America... I, I was listening to you when you were talking about your wages and tips and stuff. It's so fucked up that I, it yeah. still blows my yeah. mind that your income is dependent on tips. Like, it's yeah. Well, evil. we've been watching a lot of um, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. we watched the the British version of Kitchen Nightmares, and he yells at the waitstaff, mm. probably because they're actually getting like paid. And in America, he won't yell at the waitstaff. He no. yells at the owners. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. He's always very nice to American wait staff. And I'm like, that's nice. But yeah, we started watching the British one and I'm like, oh, he don't give a fuck. He'll hurt their feelings. <laughs> like he's, he's like, you have, have health guarantee. benefits. You're gonna Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I can mean, give you emotional trauma because you can get therapy for it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that weird in McDonald's, though. I did once have um a man come in with a very tiny baby, like a newborn, fresh you know, when they're brand new. Um, but I don't think it was his baby. I think he was babysitting it, them. The, sorry, I was about to call it it. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, he comes <laughs> in with this tiny baby and he's like, what do babies need? And I was like, he wants some milk. You know the one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he needs oh. some milk. <laughs> the woman was too stunned to speak. That's the one I yeah. was thinking of. Yeah, I have. So I, I was just, I said that, I was like, oh, um, I mean, the baby looks pretty young, so breast milk? And he was like, no, I mean, from your menu. It's like, um, I mean, it's a, it's a baby. <laughs> Buddy. First day on earth. What about a happy meal? Just, I was like, I don't feel comfortable serving you. Like, this is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Now I can't even sell you the Happy Meal because I don't want to be go. I don't want to like go to the bathroom and see you trying to shove a chicken ma- chicken nugget into this infant's mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, sir, no, no, no. Yeah, I thought he was like the weird uncle or something. Or does this, this pa- parent know you have their baby? But then, <laughs> then the question becomes: Who put him in charge of this baby? Yeah, like. Someone made the decision to go, yeah, you'll do. You hear cop sirens. <laughs> and the other one was um, that for some reason I remember, it's not that weird, but it just was very funny, is that this lady came up and she started reading everything off the menu, just reading it aloud, you know, like a slam poem. And I was like, oh, is this what you want to order? And she went, no, I'm just reading it out. Wow. 
I'm sorry. Really? Because I've been ordering and hitting buttons the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, <laughs> That'll be $78.95. Here's your 14 milkshakes. We have the automated McDonald's oh, things many. now. <gasps> and they're yeah, trash. Mostly... They are trash. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, I haven't been inside of a McDonald's in like five years. I mean, I <laughs> The McDonald's, there's like, I'm assuming we're talking, there's like giant ordering tablets they have inside the store that they can threaten the employees with yeah. in case they get unruly. Like, because that's how it feels. It's like, hey, just in case y'all want to be talking about benefits and all that nonsense again, let's just go ahead and put the Terminator replacement right here, <laughs> right where you can see it. Except here's the funny part it's a piece of shit because. Since they have to tailor it to a McDonald's, American McDonald's audience, the screen is made of, like, plexiglass. <laughs> it's not made of, like... It, probably. You, I'm <laughs> sitting there going, I just want a McChicken! Fucking, come on! Like, and it's only a touchscreen. So finally I got fed up and I'm like, can I still order over here? And the lady's like, yeah, you can. And I'm like, good, because that was awful. You felt like a boomer in that moment. Yes! Well, it's so <laughs> thick. It's like this. It does not register touches, and there were so many okay, dead zones. <laughs> I just want people missing the sandwich and the fries, and I don't want to be talking to no fancy hoodoo robot. What happened to Super Size? I'm pissed. <laughs> we're just making fun of boomers. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're I fun just realized. Fun of. I just realized. What yeah, I've been they think that you can cook sandwiches in teapots. Find what? Nothing. <laughs> oh gosh but i mean those jobs are all character building and who knows maybe we wouldn't <laughs> sure. be where we are today without them jen you know you at being on youtube you get brutal youtube comments we all do oh. who knows if you'd be able to withstand them prepared. if you hadn't experienced the 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 blunt force of a um <laughs> a sub hitting your head <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, I mean, once, once I feel like that day you evolved as a person. Yeah, like, day, yeah that changes that, someone. Yeah, <laughs> like my personality reforms. It's like that Bowflex ad. If I can withstand a sandwich being thrown at my face, what else can I do? You know, like what are you talking about? You haven't seen that ad where the lady's like, now that I've done bicep curls, I've done Bowflex since 1998. Yeah, they make weights now, apparently. But anyway, it's like you got to go explore the world. You're like. I just got a sandwich thrown at me, and I'm here to tell the tale. There must be more to life. And you just get in your car, and you just drive. Yeah. It's <laughs> too oh. much life, and I'm not spending it here. Uh, well, since it's um, recently been New Year, do either of you have New Year's resolutions or 2022 goals or um, things in mind? I already screwed it up, so <laughs> <laughs> it took four days. What was it? Um, I, I had said, uh, because Jen was so nice and, and got me this computer, and I have a Steam library of about 350 games, of which I've played probably 15. And so mm -hmm. I like buying games. Playing games completely different. But I was like, I got all these new games. I got this PC. I'm not going to buy any no it said two i was like i'm gonna buy two games all year that's all i'm allowed i was gonna do it and then cyberpunk went on sale and uh i bought two games because then kingdom come was on sale and you know that's a good markdown so. oh, i've been playing this game called medieval dynasty <laughs> peasant, simulator. peasant simulator 
It's like Skyrim, except there's no dragons or magic. You just, just do peasants. hard labor. And the yeah. economy's like real. Like Yeah, like um You spend an hour chopping wood with your homemade axe to make half a coin. I literally like, tried to rob somebody and they had 0. 0.7 coins. 0. 0.7. So wow. I was like, you keep it. <laughs> but uh my New Year's resolution, I guess, um, I really need to not be afraid to ask for help. Because okay. like I've I've got I've like gotten overwhelmed with a lot of projects and I'm like if I had just asked somebody to help me instead of doing like this my whole time. And every time um, you ask for help with anything, it's like a revelation. You always are like, "Wow, that was so easy. I should do that. <laughs> I should do that more more often." Literally, next thing, no, I gotta do it myself. Yep. Yeah. So I agree with that. That's a good one. That's what a good you? one. I like that. Mine would maybe have a better routine. Better sleeping routine, better day routine, you know, have more of a schedule, more of a regular schedule, you know. I think that'll be good for my productivity and just general everything. You know, it's nice to have routine. So, yeah, I think that's The brain craves structure. But don't beat yourself yeah. up if you don't do your routine specific, like, just the same every day. True. You know how it is. You know it how it is. It seems like you really like doing the podcast. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And this is so, so much chill. fun. I know we're just hanging out. This is this is I the know, same I do, as we like, were an talking interview, before. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I do an interview, it's so much easier to edit. That I'm like, yeah, I see why people do podcasts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, lots of people have left YouTube to just do their podcasts. Actually, um, so you know that's a thing people do. But the podcast is merely a passion project at the moment. But I really like um, when you do the long form videos and you have like the sets and the outfits and everything like that is what like YouTube's for. And I think you do really good at it. Thank you. What was <laughs> what was that one? I'm I I'm remembering the thumbnail. Oh, yeah, the Cetero Heteros. That's who you remind me of sometimes. I yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. thumbnail. Oh, art, absolute. And I have to say, Tara, I'm I'm not just trying to trying to butter you up. You were like the first YouTuber that she talked to that I like was a fan of beforehand. And so when she was just like, oh yeah, Tara reached out to me. That was, <laughs> that was for you, it was Brenda. For me, it was her. Cause I was like, I already know and like her. So that's, that's real, real. Also, what's she like? Yeah. Like, <laughs> now I know for real. Yeah, I want you to know that they're so great. <laughs> so and rude. yes. Give me and that so full philosophy tube. And that whole bread tube would love crew to makes like her. one video every six months. She's I, there somewhere. It's so funny. All of my YouTube friends are pretty much American or Canadian, apart from Jordan, Teresa. Well, they're all American and Canadian. So I don't know what that is. I don't know why, but I like, I like the Americans. There's more of they're us, great. I think. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe it's just like you've got, you know, you're like, I, I understand the Brits. I want to... I want to expand my horizons a little bit. When you well, get used would, to people, like, yeah. you know, I'd be curious to know. My audience are uh, predominantly U.S., so the majority chunk is, like, 30 to 40%, and the rest is all over the place. Like, U.K. is only 10%. What's your audience makeup? Oh, yeah, it's 77% uh, USA. I just looked mm. at it the other day. <laughs> this whole yeah. country And is, then all the English-speaking um, countries after that. This whole country is just a black hole for content the u.s just wants more content all the time 
Well, I mean, like, there's so much. There's like a yeah, a lot to talk about. I know. <laughs> true. It's just true. I remember we had a conversation at one point where we we're like, you know, trying to figure out what people want to see and what they want to watch. And after a while, I was just like, they just want more. They don't care what yeah. it is. They want more stuff. Because it's true. We're all at home. We are. We're all at home <laughs> and we're all bored. And YouTube is so comforting. It is. No, I mean, I love it. I, I love mean. I also watch a lot of YouTube as well as being on it because I do speak to some people on YouTube who like don't actually watch it, which I find really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I suppose you, if you work somewhere, to also use it as your <laughs> downtime might feel a bit like I don't know. You know what I mean? We watch Mixing a lot of YouTube. YouTube. We don't watch hardly like any normal TV no. or movies. And I watch so much <laughs> YouTube, and it's funny for me because we pay for like a lot of streaming stuff. We don't and pay for YouTube. Uh, but premium. not YouTube. You better not either. Don't but give I, them your money. I go on Roku and I'm like skipping past all of the things I'm paying for to go to the free one. I'm like, uh-uh, Disney, nuh-uh. And it's like, I have to actively go past my the things I'm not using to get to the free one. Yeah. There's a beautiful irony in that, I think. Yeah. But, but it's so good. It's people telling it. me real stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you find the most strange, wonderful, and illuminating things i mean like your classically abbey video that i think that's one of my favorites of yours um uh, really so so much fun so um did, did you see a tweet about madonna and uh the yes. fucking, uh, yeah Nancy <laughs> reagan, reagan. yeah uh, washing machine reagan or whatever they call her um <laughs> yeah that's one of my mods his names on discord is um Nancy the BJ Queen. <laughs> the one I always heard, the one I kept hearing was throat goat. The throat goat. The throat goat. Throat goat. Nancy the throat goat. That was the one I heard. Did nobody else? I love it though. Amazing. Don't. Yeah. Just when when you want to like it's both of the Shapiro's. It's just like you when you want to say something, just don't. Now I'm looking back. There's that meme of him now, and he's like, "Let's go, Brandon." Oh, he's about to reenact it. He's like. Yeah, Brandon. or that time he bought <laughs> that time he wanted to bought show support for wood. Home Depot and bought one small of wood in a bag in a bag. It didn't even fit though. That's the thing. It was too long. It was just so that's both of the Shapiro's. When you want to say something, just don't. It's not gonna go well. I don't know who don't told worry. you to. It was gonna go well, but they lied to you. You're gonna end up a joke. It is you two are just. It must be genetic, because <laughs> they both yeah. walk into it, and they walk into it in the exact same specific way. They both say something they are so confident is going to be interpreted in a way that makes them cool. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm feeling bad for them. My emotions have been all over. We're the doing place great. Here. Ben's moving out of California. Abby's having a baby. It's fine. Yeah. We can talk shit about him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on the baby. I still don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. The baby. I'm sure the baby will be nice because babies are nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. But have your baby over there. <laughs> We're closer to to Abby than anything. She lives in Nebraska. I know. I remember. <laughs> wow. Well. Well. Um, so, Nebraska, do they have wrestling children? Do you know of anything about that? Or? I don't know anything about Nebraska. Nebraska had a thriving... They were part of, like, the Midwest 
wrestling territories with like St. Louis to Nebraska was like the, the wrestling territory range. I don't know what their relationship to children's MMA is. I will say that like Nebraska, I think is a little bit more composed than Missouri. They, uh, it's fight words. <laughs> I mean, I said composed. It's just, you know, I think they just hide their weird shit farther out in the cornfield right. than we do. Yeah. Less comic. All of less. Yeah. Well, Missouri's also strange because, like, see, the thing with, like, Nebraska is there's, like, no real big city. Like, they've got, like, I I do not know anything nope. about Nebraska. I keep wanting what? to say Little Rock, and that's in Arkansas. I know that's right. in Arkansas. Oh, Duluth Lincoln. is in Lincoln. Is the Lincoln. capital. 12 hours, 25 minutes to Nebraska. That's wild. That is the worst thing to take 12 hours to do. For the record, yeah. don't take twelve hours to fly to Nebraska, which yeah, is another works. funny thing too, because that's yeah. a very American thing they too. They don't even have airports there. That's a, yeah, they, I'm sure they got <laughs> one. America, that's a thing too. You see a lot of tourism ads in America for the states you would never go to for a vacation. So it's like, come see the world's largest ball of twine. Come see, <laughs> come see the majesty and the splendor of Idaho. <laughs> not just potatoes we've got so much more the idaho symphony and it's like six dudes and yeah, we like, get tourism <laughs> ads for other states do you have stuff like that i mean yeah we get tourism ads for wales and ireland and scotland and that kind of thing um they're all so dorky here and i'm pretty sure the ads are made by the same agency because it's yeah, always probably. like idaho it's not what you think in one of them. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty fucking sure it is. Like, <laughs> I don't need to go to Idaho to know that there ain't shit to do in Idaho. If there was shit to do in Idaho, they'd the have national me. parks. They do. I'm not trying to toss talk Idaho. It's a great state. I'm just using it as like, it's predominantly agricultural. It's very far away from most things. Stop with the tourism angle. It's not working for you. Like, but they all, yeah. 50, every friggin' state has one. Anyway, I am um, looked up a flight. So 12 hours, 25 minutes to Nebraska, only 11 hours and 25 minutes to LA. So I must have to do a layover if I want to go to Nebraska <laughs> or something. Because, like, there's still a lot more distance there. But yeah, they don't do direct. You're probably. Flights. You're probably going to get flown into a regional airport. And I don't know if. Are all of your airports big? Is that like. No, we have regional ones. We have regional ones too. Okay, I didn't know if because we have some. I worked for a month in uh, old like jobs. a ten-minute flight. <laughs> old job. I wore a month at like our crusty little airport here near our hometown, which has like two runways, and it is really funny because you hear all of the stuff about America about like the TSA and how rigid they are, but like regional airports, it's still like, yeah, here's your bag, go on through. Yeah, here's your bag, go on through. Like. None of us wanted to be there. We were watching DVDs in the back, and whenever you showed up, you were an inconvenience, you with your stupid flight. So, yeah, that's where you're going to end up. That's where you're going to be if you go to Nebraska or any of these states, except California. Yeah. I do wonder if it's worth the trip. Hmm. What, hmm. to Nebraska? <laughs> yes, specifically Nebraska. Um... <laughs> I was like half listening to one of your podcasts before. I'm sorry, I'm a fake fan. Um, did you, have you been to America or like lived here? 
I remember yes. briefly. <laughs> when I was a kid, I lived in um, San Ramon, a small town near San Francisco for the first yeah. five years-ish. Yeah, no, a bit longer than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, until about age nine and then came back. So I want to visit. Do you remember it? <laughs> I do, actually. And I remember it very fondly because, like, it was so much better. And then I came back to England and it was, like, rain. I had to have a school uniform, all this shit. Whereas, like, primary school in California is it's fucking great. I don't want to go there, but you're also <laughs> less likely to die. Um, <laughs> right. British primary school. <laughs> true. 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 I know, but it's like a really big deal. (laughs) I am so scared of school shootings that I would like to homeschool our fictional children. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you want to tell the people where they can find you and find your work? Uh, Fundy Fridays on everything. (laughs) Nice. I went in early and got all the usernames, everyone, so that's where I'm at. James doesn't have a presence quite yet. Cohesion. That's fine. I'll get there soon. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Right. Well, shall we do our bye bye? Bye bye now. Yes. For the camera. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye.